You're listening to a podcast from City Tribe Media. We're an urban tribe who helps people who feel far from God to know Jesus, cultivate freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference. We're also a diverse tribe who welcomes everyone from bikers to bankers, PhDs to GEDs, every age, race, and walk of life. So whether you're a longtime Christ follower or a spiritual investigator, we hope you're encouraged through our content. Enjoy today's teaching. What's going on, familia? I want to win the quackpot. So how many of us out there have a friend or a family member that we wish so much that they would come to faith in Jesus? I think that perhaps this is the most requested prayer that we have here at City Tribe. So is there something that we can do? Is there something that we can say or not say that will help those come to faith that we love so much? You know, maybe this isn't a concern for you. Maybe all is well, right? Or maybe like Pastor Doug says, you're a spiritual investigator and this doesn't apply to you. Well, I believe that regardless of where you're at, this message, while it's mostly for a Christ believer, somebody who is following Christ already, I think that God has something for us all to consider. So stay with us as we look to gain and provide clarity as to how we might help Somebody in our family that's unbelieving. You know, about two months ago, uh, one of my nephews uh, passed away by suicide. And I want to thank all those out there that have helped my family and I get through this season. And with it being Mental Health Awareness Week, right? We don't shy away from mental health here at City Tribe. I want to honor You guys, if there's somebody out there right now here or online that serves in some capacity in mental health, whether you're a physician, a nurse, an aide, or in a clinic somewhere, does anybody here in this audience uh, serve in mental health? Will you please stand if you do? Will you please stand? Is there anybody here? We had a few. We had a few in the last service. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We honor you. We honor you. You know, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but City Tribe has a status that some of the churches don't have, right? And that's through NAMI. We have become a mental health friendly congregation. And what that means through NAMI, 10 of our members, at least 10 of our members have obtained some training to get certified as a wellness champion. And I think we do have a few wellness champions. I see Jesse over here. I see Jeff back there some wellness champions in, in our church here. And they're going to be out there to provide you guys more information regarding mental health, suicide prevention, how to become a wellness champion. They're wearing this button right here. Those are the, we've attained a wellness champion certification. But yeah, check it out out there at the Tribe Connect tent. You know, so my nephew, Adam, I, I talked about him a little bit more in the last All Tribe training we had here uh, at the end of April. And then in that training, we talked about grieving, you know, some of the needs we have when we, when we grieve, right? And it was during that time in that training where we learned also that it's, it's not just about losing somebody. It's about losing a security we might have, right, when we lose somebody or losing a sense of hope that we might have, right? Or maybe even losing a dream, So there's so much more when we lose someone or something. And 
It was during this training, that training this past April, that I heard something that I kept repeating and I kept hearing it. I heard somebody, somebody in the class that during that time say something like this. They said, it would be so much easier if my family would just have faith. They would get through the loss of our mother so much better. And they asked, what can we do about it? Then I heard another one talk about their sister, that they had this broken relationship. They don't even talk to each other because one believes and the other one doesn't. And then I've heard from our prayer team so many prayer requests regarding family who are struggling with faith or don't believe and we, how we want that so bad for them. I've heard some of our tribe leaders talk about their kids or family and parents here asking for prayer for their family that are struggling with faith. And I myself have this concern. I, I work as a hospice chaplain and I, it's a concern that I have for the patients. And yes, it was a concern for me too, especially for my nephew, Adam, who was not a believer. Right? He was struggling. So what can we do? What can you and I do? What can we together as a church do? Right? That would draw people to God. Well, before we continue, guys, will you bow, bow your head with me and Father, I just ask that your Holy Spirit, Father, would, would provide light, Father, would provide understanding that we would hear from you, Father. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, you know, I was a stubborn teenager and my mom would say something like, Jose Alejandro Mena. Oh, you know, you're in trouble when she uses your full name, right? And then she'd say, hijo, cabeza de palo, right? That's like hard-headed, kind of like this. This is what I used to look like, right? Hard-headed, right? And I think that's sometimes how we feel about our families and friends that are struggling, right? We're like cabeza de palo, hard-headed sometimes. But what can we do to provide that clarity, Right? Well, that's going to be our big idea. We're going to pray. We're going to speak what we ought to say. We're going to live the way. So clarity equals pray, say, way. Right? That's our big idea. Will you look, turn to somebody next to you and tell them, Cabeza de palo. No, just kidding. <laughs> Will you tell your neighbor next to you, pray, say, way. Pray, say, way. Right? You know, before I get into our key scripture, I want to give you a little background, a little context for the scripture I'm going to read. You see, Paul had gone over to Ephesus, and there, there was a guy that responded to the gospel, and his name was Epaphras. There's a baby name for you, right? I, I converted it to, to, to Spanish. Epaphras. Epaphras, right? So Epaphras responded to the gospel and returned to his hometown of Colossae, right, and started a church there. Well, it ends up that stuff started changing in that church, right? Some false beliefs and things like that. And what he did, he went to go visit Paul while he was in Rome in prison. And he has a conversation with Paul. And now Paul wrote to this church. And this is where we pick up 
our, our, our key scripture. Will you guys please stand as I read the key scripture? Paul was going to talk to them about how to behave towards non-believers. He says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account which I am in prison, that I might make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. You guys can go ahead and take a seat. God's, God's word. Thank you, Lord, for your word. You know, a lot to chew on in there. And uh, the word outsiders there, also in another version, is it's unbeliever, right? Non-believer. But I want to hone in on three different things, right? I want to hone in on three things there on that scripture. And the first one that helps us to provide clarity is to pray, pray, pray. Look to somebody next to you and say, pray, pray, pray. Paul says, this, Paul says it this way. He says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Another version says, devote yourself to prayer. That means to persevere, right? Don't stop. Be diligent. Devoted to praying. And when I hear that word devoted, this song pops into my head. Maybe you've heard it. we need to sing that song metaphorically speaking to those friends and family members out there right letting them know that we're praying right constant check out what else Paul says he says no one no actually let me go back Jesus says no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws them Right? And you guys receive that verse, right? I see your cards out there. You guys receive that verse, right, that says that in there. And on the opposite side of the card, there's a blank. And when you go home today, think about that person, that friend or family member. Write their name in there and then put this somewhere where you see it every day. Your mirror, fridge, wherever you can see it every day and pray for them every day. And I want to start praying today. I want to start praying today for whoever that person is. So think about that person in your head right now, right? And then we're going to repeat this prayer together. So we're going to, you're going to repeat after me, right? Here's the prayer. Father, draw David to you. Let me hear you. Father, draw whatever name that comes into your head for that person, right? For your word says that no one comes to you. Unless you draw them. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, familia, God can do some crazy stuff with our prayers. And you never know. That person that you're praying for, they may end up getting baptized right here at City Trap Church. Wouldn't that be incredible? That would be so, so awesome. So yes, familia, Pray, pray, pray. At the same time, Paul says this. At the same time, pray also for us that God may open a door for the word to declare the, ministry, the mystery of Christ. You guys may remember that in the Holistic Series Church, we talked about 
sharing Christ, how that's one part of what makes us a complete church. And for us to share Christ could be something to do with sharing your testimony. Sharing your testimony is a good way to share Christ. What has God done for you? Right? Sharing that. Or it could be just by simply telling somebody, you know what? God loves you. God loves you. Great way to open up and share Christ. Share Christ. Especially with non-believers, but with everyone. You know, here at church, we use a prayer app, right? We use this app, uh, but some of the staff here will use it. There's a picture of it right there. You can take a picture of that. It's called the Echo Prayer App. It's a great way to continue in prayer on a daily basis. So it's another way, another thing you can do to pray on a consistent basis. So yes, pray, pray, pray. Here's the second point. Speak what we ought to say, right? Paul says this, that I might make it clear, which is how I ought to speak, right? How I ought to speak, to make it clear. And that word caught my attention, and it's actually going to pop up again in this key text, right? The word ought. So Paul is emphasizing that we should speak the particular way to make Christ clearer, to provide clarity, right? To provide the gospel, the work of Christ. But I believe that sometimes when we're talking about Jesus, that it sounds something like this. Would you like a number one meal with Jesus all the way? Right. How? We've been there, right? We've gone through the drive-thru and you hear this strange alien language. It's not quite so clear, right? So what can we do? What can we do to get rid of that static, right? To make it clear, to gain some clarity. That brings us to our third point. Live the way. Live the way. Paul says this, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, Making the best use of time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. When you see the word walk in the Bible, most of the time, most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, the word walk stands for the way you live, the way you're living your life, your journey, right? And I think that's something that we need to consider, even myself. For clarity's sake, to live the way, to live in wisdom. Why? Because we can send mixed messages. Mixed messages we can send. For example, let's say that I am a Christian and I love my family, which I am, which I do. But something happens in the family when I have a disagreement and I don't believe exactly what this other person in my family is believing or they believe something totally different than I believe and I decide, you know what, I'm not going to have nothing to do with them. I'm not even going to talk to them. Well, I'm not living my life the way I should. I'm not living the way. Or a person says something to me that's like very hurtful and I just let them have it. Well, then I'm not speaking what I ought to say, right? Live the way. You know, I don't know if you've ever done this. 
But have you ever put like two different verses like next to each other and then try to spot the differences, right? This will help you gain clarity in just, in just learning the Bible and reading it. So check out these two verses. And this is the last verse, right, that I went over that, that Colossians 4, uh, 5, and 6. There's two verses. But check them out. I've been sticking to the ESV version most of this message, right? But just look at the differences, right? There's walk and there's live, like I told you guys. Live wisely among those who are not believers, right? And I think for us to provide clarity, besides living wisely, Paul is kind of emphasizing here and encouraging us to speak, to be gracious in the way we talk, to be, how did you put it? Making every opportunity gracious and attractive. That's the NLT version. Attractive. Gracious, of course, is being kind. Attractive is a sense of like, hey, I like what I'm seeing. It's appealing. It's pleasing. Kind of like, and I thought about that. I'm like, what, what could be like an illustration of that? And I remembered Bugs Bunny when he sees like the female rabbit and his eyes like, and then they turn into hearts. Isn't that kind of like what we want? To be seen as, right? We want somebody to be looking at us with eyes that are hearts. And I think that's what Jesus wants. He wants us to see him that way. Because that's the way he sees us. The other version says, season with salt for attractive. Check out the difference there. We all know what salt, season with salt means. Especially those of us that have high blood pressure. Right? It just makes everything taste better. It makes everything taste better. And isn't that, in essence, making something clearer when you're making it better? Right? Providing more clarity? Live the way. My friend Mando, he puts it this way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> Even Grogu gets in there and says, this is the way. <laughs> right? This is the way. This is the way or one way to help our families, our friends that are struggling with faith. Right? The big idea again, clarity. It equals pray, say, way, right? We're going to be consistent in our prayer. We're going to speak what we ought to say, and we're going to live the way. You know, when I was studying this scripture, one of the things I do is I read what's around it. And in this particular case, what I did is I read the whole book of Colossians. It's only four chapters. It's a short book. I read the whole book of Colossians in many versions, right? And something happened. The words of Paul convicted me. They convicted me. And I want to confess. I want to confess. Sometimes I have failed to consistently pray. I have failed at times to consistently speak what I ought to say. And I have failed also to live the way sometimes. So forgive me. But you know what? There's somebody out there. He has never failed. He has never failed one single time. And that's Jesus. He's perfect. He is perfect. And check it out. Jesus is no, no stranger to unbelieving family. I don't know if you know this or not, but Jesus, according to the book of Matthew, had like four stepbrothers and some stepsisters. Right? 
And in the book of John, right, in, verse, in chapter 7, verse 5, it says, For not even his brothers believed him. So he's very familiar with this, having family members that struggle. And check it out, what he also said. Something that shouldn't surprise us when we think about our family. He said, don't think I've come to make life cozy. I've come to cut, make a sharp knife cut between son and father, daughter and mother, bride and mother-in-law. Cut through these cozy domestic arrangements and free you for God. Well-meaning family members can be your worst enemy. From the message version. You know, I learned a little bit after I heard about my nephew. I heard a story of how he came to faith in Jesus before he, he died and took his life. And it gives me so much hope. It gives me so much hope. We love our familia. And we want hope for them. Hope for this life and hope for after this life. Beyond it. And here at City Tribe, here at City Tribe, it all starts, that hope starts with knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus. And we want more. God wants more. Jesus himself wants more for you, for me. To cultivate freedom, to make a difference and discover purpose. Those are our pillars, right? Starting with knowing Jesus. He wants so much more. Do you know Jesus? You guys out there, do you know him? Watching online. Let's close in prayer, guys. Will you bow your head? Perhaps you are that family member that's struggling with faith. And maybe today you feel God drawing you to himself, drawing you faith to faith in Jesus. God loves you. We love you. But God loves you more than I can tell you. The Bible says he loves you with this everlasting kind of love. So if you've never placed your faith in Jesus and you want to today, just talk to God. Say something like this. Remember, it's not about so much about the words, the prayer. It's really about your heart. In your heart, say something like, God, you know what? I have struggled to believe, but right now I choose to place my faith in Jesus. I feel you drawing me, Lord. I believe that he took on my sin on that cross. That he raised he was raised from the dead three days later so that I could have a relationship with you. Help me to turn from my sin and turn towards you. Let's keep praying with our heads bowed. Thank you, Father, for drawing us to yourself. If you believe in Jesus already, but you feel like I felt that maybe you haven't been making it so clear, that maybe you haven't been praying consistently or speaking the way you ought or living the way, God knows you're not perfect. God knows we struggle. But Jesus said it is finished. He's done what we could not do. 
Just confess your sin. Turn back towards Jesus. Get up and live the way again. Keep on keeping on. You are a child of God. We are a child of God. Those that place their faith, you are a child of God if you trusted in him today. May God strengthen our hearts. Give us the ability to pray, to speak what we ought to say and live the way. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, familia. Well, guys, just a couple of quick announcements. You guys know the way we give here, right? There are four different ways. You can mail it. You can text it. You can go online. You can give at the given, given kiosk, right? And we thank you so much for your generosity. You know, one, I'm going to share two ways, but one of the ways that you're giving uh, really makes things better here is the program we have through Cultivate. Cultivate just finished up. There's a picture of them right there. There's some of the leaders, right? You are actually, when you give... You're helping set the captives free, helping them to get over wounds and struggles when you give here to City Tribe. Another thing, too, our city youth, right? We've got a great city youth program. They're getting ready to go to city youth camp later this summer. And some of those kids, they have financial resource issues. It costs $290 per kid to do that, right? And some of them are struggling. So if you want to give towards that, you can. Check out when you do. If you go online, you can actually designate where it goes to. If you want to support a, one of the city youth kids in that, all right? Provide a scholarship, part of it, right? Thank you so much for your generosity, guys. Thank you, thank you. And you know what? If you want to even more prayer, right? Like I was talking, Paul also said, pray also for us. There's people outside that want to pray for you. Get the ball rolling in that prayer to that one person or a couple of people in your life that are struggling with faith. So go out to the prayer team and ask them to pray. Start praying for that person. All right, Familia, go ahead and stand up. I want to speak a blessing over you. Go from here, gaining and providing clarity by speaking what you ought to say, right? And living the way. Keep on keeping on, familia. I love you guys. Have a great Sunday. Peace. We're glad you were a part of the tribe today. To further connect with us, check the City Tribe YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, or our website, citytribe.church. May you go from this podcast knowing that you are loved.